Well, Chanel, you continue to amaze me with the expansion of your business and your business model. I like how you're applying it to an area of speech and service to children to make their lives easier and more productive. She's excellent in what she does, and I'm very proud of her. She has such a a great passion and desire with the kids, and it shows. Once you get involved, you'll see that Chanel put everything into it, and I'm just so proud of her. Welcome back to the Speech Boutique Podcast. During today's episode, I wanted to share a little more about myself, where I grew up, and how I decided to become a speech-language pathologist. Later in today's episode, to help me share my amazing story, I spoke with the two people who know me best, my mom and dad. Yes, you guessed it. That was them speaking during the intro. Thank you so much, mommy and daddy, for supporting and loving me through this journey. I really, really appreciate you. I am from Raleigh, North Carolina. I also stayed in North Carolina for college. Fun fact, I was senior class president, and that was like a very fun experience for me. I loved it. Um, (laughs) I also am like talking about high school now, but I, during my high school year, I was senior class president. I was on the executive council. I love to like be in front of people and like talk and lead, but also like build community. I loved it. But I also was the basketball manager for like two years, which was so fun to do. I love basketball. If I could go watch basketball games every day, I would. (laughs) That's just a little fun fact about me. So yeah, and I was born and raised in Raleigh, North Carolina. I completed high school there. That's when I began my journey to be a speech language pathologist. I've always worked with children in like the nurseries at church or like at the gym. I would always do that kind of thing. Um, So I was always surrounded around kids. Or I was a tutor, you know, I helped kids read when I was in like college and high school. So I've always had this love for like connecting with children. And I never knew that I would actually be having like my own practice in business working with children. But now it makes sense looking back. The funny thing, I did not know anything about speech language pathology. I never considered it. I never had speech therapy. But at my parents' hair salon, everyone knew me because I worked there quite frequently. And they knew I wanted to be in science and medicine, just all of my parents' clients. And one client in particular pulled me to the side as she was getting her hair dried and was like, I'm a speech language pathologist. I think you may like this. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And she broke it down to me and she immediately set up a plan and a path for me to get the experience and exposure to the career before I made a choice to become a speech language pathologist before I went to college. So we created this this plan together and I was connected with a mentor, Dr. Brenda Mitchell. She's at UNC Chapel Hill. Love her. She is like my forever mentor now. Um, and so I had a meeting with her and discussed what it means to be to become a speech language pathologist on the education side of things. So I wanted to make sure that my prerequisites were together, all that stuff. So we created a really solid plan. But also simultaneously, I would go and shadow speech language pathologists in different settings so that I would really see what it looks like to be a speech language pathologist and the potential that it had. 
And when I did that, I knew for sure that this was something that I wanted to do. I loved going into the schools. I loved seeing the transformations um, happening in reading and peer relationships and language and speech sounds. It was just really beautiful to see that in the science behind it. So that's that's how I got there. I then graduated from UNC Chapel Hill with my undergrad degree in communication studies with a concentration in speech and hearing science. And I immediately enrolled into their master's program, which was the most amazing experience I've ever had. And so at that point, I really realized, okay, I want to work with children. So I really hyper-focused on different communication delays and disorders and areas that really impact children between birth and about third grade. And so I just immersed myself in that and the the education and the research. um, I continued to make sure all of my placements were aligned with that because I knew at some point I wanted to be an expert in this particular area. And I knew that's what I had to do. And I did it. So after I graduated from UNC Chapel Hill, I went to Dallas, Texas, and I completed my clinical fellowship year working in an elementary school. And it was a wonderful experience. I really loved how the teachers supported one another. That was beautiful to see. I loved how they were there for the student, even though their schedules were really busy. Um, They had a little bit of time to do anything, but I felt the connection amongst the staff. And that's very, very important, especially when you're working with learning. And then I came back to the East Coast and I worked in Arlington Public Schools for a bit. And I really, really enjoyed how they really invested in their speech therapists in terms of their professional development. And on a, on a greater level, the, the professional support was really, really helpful. After I left Arlington Public Schools, I moseyed on over to D.C. across the bridge and I <laughs> and I worked at Early Stages. It's a early intervention agency that places children with any developmental delay or disorder ages two to five into school and we create a really comprehensive game plan. And so I only completed evaluations at that agency. And that's where I believe I honed in on my skill to really be able to see the strengths of a child, but also how to really support them with other disciplines, whether that be occupational therapy or psychology or physical therapy, we all really worked well together and we saw the child as a whole when we evaluated them together. And I love that model. I had a really great mentor, Dr. Sharon Williams, who was a psychologist, and she really helped me see the child as a whole in terms of their learning and looking ahead developmentally and also seeing, you know, different gaps that were missing maybe at birth. And so I really loved working with that team. I worked there for about two years and I think I probably evaluated 500 students, it feels like, or even more. And so like one of my superpowers is to really see the child, leverage their their strength and skills. But the, the analysis, the discovery of it is really beautiful. And it's like one of the big factors of my coaching that I do with families now. The first step that we always do is evaluation. Early stages was like my go to like, yes, you you got this. And then after that, I really just was like, you know what? I can do this. I can create my own business and be able to thrive. I have enough experience in different settings with different professionals, with different parents. And I decided it's time. And so in 2018, February, I opened the speech boutique because firstly, I came from a family of entrepreneurs and I've always wanted to own my own business and have that autonomy. The other reason is simply because of 
the limitations and the red tape that are in most of the schools around providing these related services like speech therapy in the schools. And I wanted to have more autonomy, more creativity, a closer connection with families. And I knew that I could do that by creating my own business. Now I'm going to talk with my mom and dad about my experience working at the hair salon and how that their entrepreneurial life impacted where I am today. What role do you think Radiant Image Hair Salon played in my life? The salon was very good as far as showing you different means of making a living, different people that you were able to encounter and just being exposed to an entrepreneurial spirit. Well, I think the role that Radiant Image played in your life, in Chanel's life, is being an entrepreneur and just wanting to be able to uh, have jobs for other people. Being a leader, I also think that being able to communicate well with other people. What was your initial response to me deciding to go into speech pathology? My initial response to Chanel going to speech pathology is... When she was younger, my mom was um, in a rehab from having a stroke. I think Chanel was probably about five, between five and seven years old. And she was really, really impressed by the therapist that came in to help give my mom her services. And I think that was the number one reason for her going into speech is that she wanted to make a difference and help other people, how people helped her grandmother. I thought it was a great idea because you like to take care and nurture and see people grow, an opportunity to teach, and that the physical therapy, which you were interested in at first, was a little more taxing and this is more down your line. When I was growing up, what job or career did you think that I would have? I would say it would be in the area of teaching, caring for someone to a certain capacity, whatever field it was going to be. It would definitely be very thoughtful and caring. Can you recall any specific conversations that you had with me regarding my decision to open up my own business? One of the conversations that I had with Chanel before opening her business is that You know, a lot of people think that you make your own schedule when you have your own business, but actually the customers make the the schedule for you as far as, you know, if it works better for them to come in at a certain time or whatever, whatever. So just being available, not just to have one set time in in motion, you just, you know, have to be pretty flexible. And then sometimes you'll have to just, you know, just be set like I'm, I'm not going to go past a certain time, but just being open and being available and having that need. And she does have a need. Um, She's excellent in what she does. And I'm very proud of her. She has such a a great passion and desire with the kids. And it shows once you get involved, you'll see that Chanel put everything into it. And I'm just so proud of her. As a family member of entrepreneurs, what were your thoughts on me opening my own business? Yes, it was always on your mind to reach out on your own platform. So I knew eventually that would happen based on conversations and work situations that occurred. 
Well, my personal thoughts on Chanel opening her business was it wasn't a thought of if she was, it was a thought for me when she was going to open up her own business because she was only exposed to, as I said earlier, being an entrepreneur. And there were all other people that were had their opinions about her doing it. Oh, well, no, she needs to work for the state or the government for 10 years and have that experience and being able to retire. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't tell her that because that'll be hypocritical. I mean, from starting our business, my husband and I starting our business and then telling her, no, you need to wait 10 years. I thought that was a bit hypocritical. So I was actually excited when she decided to do so, because I know that it would only flourish. If you want to learn more, visit my website at www.thespeechboutique.com. Follow me on Instagram at speechboutique. If you enjoyed this episode, join us next week for more.